0: greetings i'm jonathan mcnair and i'm rod mcnair and this is brother to brother as we begin the new year at least in our roman calendar we think about new things sometimes we think about starting a new exercise regimen or going on a diet or things like that new things one of the things that uh, you can start this time of year is a Bible reading program where you read the Bible in a year. So we were just bouncing that around. And um, and, and so in thinking about reading the Bible, there are a number of scriptures that come to mind.
1: Yeah, here's one. Uh, when we think about Deuteronomy chapter 17 and verse 18, the part of the law was that when the king would sit on his throne of Israel he were, was to write a copy of the law for himself. And that's really sort of a fascinating uh, uh, direction and statute that would give him uh, a personal copy of the law. We think of that in ourselves that uh, certainly writing down scriptures is very, very helpful. But we also already have a personal copy. Uh, you know, and many of us have more than one. So, what a, what a blessing it is that we, we already have that.
0: I, did you ever try to do that? I, I actually tried. I remember when I was a teenager – I don't remember what point it was but there was some point and I had still have the notebook somewhere that I I thought okay I'm going to write down a book of the law like the kings uh, were required to do wow and how far did you get I, I I don't remember how far I got but I, I didn't get through the <laughs> I didn't get through all five books but I, I think I did get through Genesis anyway and I found it to be a, a great project it yeah. helped me to <clears throat> it really did help me to um, by, by having to write through each word, yeah. it helped me to th- at least think about the scriptures that I was writing down, and I, I felt like it was a, a really worthwhile project and was beneficial. And I, I'm glad I did it for at least for the part I did. You, you know,
1: frankly, the the Bible study course is, is so yeah. so much that directed that way that you actually write down the scriptures, and it does cement them. That's uh, part of the rationale, right. of, of writing right. the scriptures down, and absolutely.
0: It, you know, nowadays you can copy and paste. So I, 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 think it's it really is too easy to to just copy and paste and right. not have to write. But and frankly, by the way, is uh, part of the I think the challenge is that uh, handwriting isn't taught. From what I understand, it really isn't taught to kids today. Yeah. Um, you know, handwriting is is a lost art. I don't know if you've ever seen kids. Th- yeah, yeah. Some kids are handwriting today. It's like chicken scratch because yeah. they haven't learned handwriting that
1: used to be taught in school. Absolutely, and and as far as long as we're going this far afield, I'll I'll, I'll take it another step. Okay, uh, I think even uh, in terms of taking notes in college yes. classes, the, they they have found that that actually writing the old style writing with pen and paper. Uh, imprints it much more than typing. Here at Living Education, I, yeah. for the
0: first year uh, for uh, the class, the classes I was teaching, I went ahead and let them use the computer. And um, But then I began to read some of the research on it, and I said, nope, we're going to have a no-technology classroom. Because hmm. apart from getting distracted, yeah. I mean, I found sure. sometimes <laughs> I'm looking at their eyes, and I can see the- somebody is... They're searching for a new stereo. They on, are. Well, or they're Google. doing homework for Mr. Frank's <laughs> class, or you know, whoever somebody else's class. And right. I was like, Mr. Frank's class is not this class. You, you know, maybe if you're if you're doing ho- your, my homework in his class, maybe that's okay, but not the other way around. But sure. but seriously, what I did do is I, yeah. I said, oh, this is a no technology classroom because the there's a lot of research on it that says that when you type words in you're yeah. actually just you're you're copying down the words that are said without thinking about it mm, and if you have to write them down you actually have to do some processing so yeah i yeah. i actually went to that where no phones or, or no uh no computers interesting back <laughs> you know yeah, We're saying? almost out of time. Wow.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening <laughs> to Okay. Okay, let me give another one. So Luke 11 verse 3, I believe it is. Uh Jesus is going through the the uh, model prayer, and uh, it's interesting in Luke, it says it a little differently than in Matthew. Uh, he says, give us day by day our daily bread. So in other words, you don't sort of store it up, you know, all in one month, and then and then you don't have to read your Bible uh, the rest of the month. Uh, you, We do it day by day because we, just like eating daily bread, we need it every day. Here's another one. Uh 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16 it says the inward man is renewed day by day. So this is all talking about the the spiritual renewal that we need and we have uh eating spiritual food and it happens on a daily basis then we're feeding on Christ. They you know it talks about that in John. So the Bible is full of examples where we really need to to be reading our Bible every day.
0: I'm not sure this is fair because you took three scriptures okay and so because you took three scriptures I'm going to take a really big a big passage Psalm 119. oh okay Psalm 119 and you know many of the sections really uh, include if not begin with this idea of rehearsing God's law so for yeah. example uh, verse 10. When it asks how verse nine can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word, then verse ten, with my whole heart, I have sought you, oh let not me let me not wander from your commandments, your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. so there's this uh, this request to teach me your statutes, he says, and then um talks about meditating on your precepts in verse fifteen and contemplating in your ways, and then later in uh, chapter one, nineteen, verse one, ninety-seven. We have these words that that we recall from the the psalms that we sing. Oh, how love I your law, verse ninety-seven. It is my meditation all the day. And so there's there there's this theme that rehearses uh, is rehearsed mm-hmm. again and again and again through Psalm one, nineteen, of of reading the Bible, reading God's God's word, the Bible, as they. Uh, as as they they knew it, and mm-hmm. so um,
1: yeah, this is it's important, and it's uh, part of what we're commanded to do in the Bible. It's interesting. The last one you just read, he said, "I love your law; it's my meditation all the day." How do we meditate on God's word all the day? Now, we we might be able to pause at different times during the day to to mm-hmm. to read our Bibles some more, but primarily we're talking about we read it in the morning and it's it's in our head it's in our yeah. it's talking to us it, it's we our brain is working on those concepts in the background as we're going through our daily tasks
0: so by this time
1: you might have
0: determined and uh, recognized that we're we're going to focus in this podcast for leaders if you want if you want to be a leader you want to be an influencer within God's church you me all of us we we have to read the Bible, and that's the title of our podcast is Read Your Bible. That was a really long intro. That, that was. I think they probably got the point right from the beginning, but still, <laughs> I, I thought it needed to be said. Okay. And also because it's going to be in the title for the podcast as well, so yeah, that's, that's a dead good. giveaway. I always think maybe we can surprise the at listeners. The end, or at least some—but you can't because the title has to reflect what you're talking about. Uh, that's so true. It doesn't work. But the point is, again, we're, we're not talking here about Bible study in other words, mm. studying a topic uh, studying uh, doing a word study, etc what we're talking about today is is actually just reading the Bible mm. reading chapters of the Bible verses of the Bible and uh, back to the beginning, especially as we're at the beginning of year um, and it's a good time to start reading the Bible in a, in a year and so we're going to talk about some practical approaches to reading your Bible. Uh you
1: wanna begin a little bit and I'll Sure go from there. There are all kinds of uh read the Bible in a year plans. Uh we we talked about the Blue Letter Bible is a popular app that many people have and and they break it down into a number of different different ways that, that you can organize the Bible and they have a little little handy box that you after you read several chapters you click on the box and that, that feels good. That's kind of a it dopamine does. hit. It does and it does. uh so so it's 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 nice that it they can they can, you can break it up in different ways uh chronologically historically you can have an old testament new testament blend uh or just it's as you know canonical in other words the way it the way uh it was uh in the in the canon so uh yeah, there are some different ways you can break it up and so and we're mentioning this
0: this app uh we're not we don't get a commission from them or anything nope. blue blue letter Bible, but if you go to blue letter Bible. Dot .com I believe it is or .org one or the other but just type it in your search bar you'll you'll see blue letter bible uh, as a bible program an online bible program it has a lot of different features just like a lot of different ones do and today's purpose is not to go into all the different online bibles but um, but they do have an app as well. And we're just highlighting this because of the fact that, um, I, particularly for myself, is because of the fact that I, I've uh, found this to be useful over the years. And uh, what I'll do is every year, I, I'll go ahead and I'll pick out one of those particular type mm. of uh, arrangements. Yeah. So for this year, let's see here. I just did this. This year, what is it called? I picked out the uh, historical plan. Hmm. So... The historical plan, it lays the whole Bible out over the course of the of the year. And so, for example, today was uh, Genesis 8, 9, 10, and 11. And then when you get into books that, let's say, are in the canon, are not hist- placed historically, mm-hmm. it will place them according to where they fit in terms of the, the year that they took place. And what I found interesting is um, in the New Testament, actually, they put James first. Mm-hmm. Um, they put James correctly in mm. in this in this one that's a that's a bit of an aside but um but I, I find it's very helpful because this way in the morning i'm 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 a creature of habit and i have to establish habits for myself and it'll be able to function mm-hmm. so i i can't make too many decisions too many too, in the early morning so um my pattern is i i will just I will just do my series of things in the morning, my my shower, my prayer, and, and then am I'll just go ahead and I'll read a section of the Bible that's not based on any decision-making mm-hmm. or any uh, necessarily study plan. It's it's actually based on the, the Bible reading. So I just go this way. And sometimes if I, for two or three days, I, I miss it for one reason or another, I'm, uh, you know, because I, I'm... Uh, Whatever I'm not able to, to to get to it, or I want to read something else, Okay. Right. You know, right. I want to study something else or what have you. Um, not the end of the world. Uh, I may I'll when I when I start again, I'll just pick up um, at whatever that day is. Mm-hmm. So I may have even missed a few days, but that's okay because I just do this every year, and it just it's helpful for me to be able to have a a plan that mm-hmm. I can go through over the course of the year and move my, move myself all the way through the through the Bible. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've i found it helpful um, as a Sort of an anchor for reading the Bible every year, in addition to the to the other study.
1: Yeah, let me take a totally different, contrary approach, and that is, uh, uh, aside from doing a systematic, you know, going through the Bible, uh, like like you say, <clears throat> sometimes it is it is nice to just pick here and there and and uh, read whatever interests you at the moment, and uh, you know, you think about it uh let me let me relate this to 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 our phones uh right now there are so many ways that we can dis- get distracted and we can sort of uh we we jump on this link and then it yeah. t- takes us to an article and then another link and another video and this and, and you you wind up jumping here and there yeah but what if we would sort of think of our bible as a wow you you open it up and and there it is there's a there's yeah. a there's a story there is a lesson there is something to interest us as opposed to always being tempted by our phone. what's the latest thing that I might have missed yeah. what's what's the what's the the news item that really is sort of trivial but uh I, I want to check it out well maybe we look at our Bible as something that we we want to find a tidbit here or there of of uh Something that we need for that day. You, you know, something
0: about the, uh, I'll say a Blue Letter Bible or online Bibles or or even all the Bible resources that I'm, I'm going to have to say is that it is easy to go down rabbit holes. Yeah. You know, because they're, they're so... I mean, you'd have to have a, a whole bookshelf of books to do to really go through what you can go through with all the links, even in a Bible program. So yeah. I find I have, I have to be careful because I'll start down a rabbit hole of looking up uh, let's say reading the verse and then look clicking on it and look at the interlinear and look what another version says and before long uh, I can't even remember where I was b- yeah. because it's so easy yeah. but uh, let me add one other thing and that is that um, this some people you talk, talk about uh, reading different things and being distracted and, and going down different uh, reading different types of things yeah you know you know I, I think some people think that reading or now I'm not trying to be heretical or anything, but listening to sermons or reading books and uh, uh, I'll say ch- even our, our church literature mm-hmm. and magazines and so on, they think that's that's reading the Bible. Mm, that's not yeah. reading the Bible. No, that's actually that's right. not not that it's not helpful material and we shouldn't read those things, but right. that that should not be a replacement right. for reading the Bible. Right. You know, I, I, listening to sermons is great but well, we can have listening to sermons as like background noise for us. Like we're listening to music sort of in the background and, and I, and I, you know, I don't want to step on anybody's toes, but uh, le- listening to sermons in the background is not reading your Bible. Right. You know, it's yeah. not the same thing. And yeah. so uh, I think reading the Bible has to be the, it has to be like the, the, the layups, you know, you right. think about basketball, right. it has to be the, the daily, the dribbling drills, the layup drills, the shooting drills. It has to be the layups and and you have to have that foundation to be able to to understand what's being said in sermons and um you know in articles and everything else.
1: Yeah. Well, John cha- chapter 6 says that that his word is our food. Mm. Feeding on Christ is our food, you know, the, the the words are living. And wow, what a powerful thing. Uh when we actually read what God's word is and what it says, That, as you said, it's it's not someone talking about it. It, It's actually the word that God inspired to be put in there. And he put it in there for a reason. And every word is inspired. Certainly there are are copy errors and translation issues and all of that. But in its original form, it is inspired. uh, and, And we need to feed on it you know something else i was just thinking of is is that i i find that in re in doing
0: daily reading like that i find scriptures that i want to memorize mm. that because i'm going i'm going through yeah. it and their things pop out um and i find it's helpful because then i can take those scriptures at that point i can put them in my i, I use evernote uh, my little you mm-hmm. know memory note taker program yeah. and i'll just copy and paste mm-hmm. there we go uh-oh I, you should write, down, really. <laughs> I should write it down really should write it but i i can take it and i can put it into my little yeah. note taker and, and uh and then keep it and then try to memorize it later but but i find verses that are really fascinating that i i might not necessarily other otherwise have stumbled into that's true because they're not i mean they're a little bit off the beaten track yeah you know
1: yeah you know. and and how many times are you reading something that maybe you haven't read in a while? and you come across a scripture and you think i honestly have never seen that before somebody yeah. somebody put that in there you know overnight um and it's just that it it didn't jump out at us like like uh, like you say in the past can i take one more tangent this is this is really this is definitely a tangent.
0: But can I share with you my the one I just was actually I work on this? I think morning? you're going to whether or not I agree with it. <laughs> Here it is. Go ahead. This is really good. Okay. This is this is one to me that says, says something. Okay. So it's Jeremiah twelve five. Okay. And and I ran across this when I was this last year when I was going through Jeremiah. I, I just had never seen it before. And and this is what God says to Jeremiah when Jeremiah starts whining and complaining. It's like, oh, I have it so tough. And and God says to Jeremiah, if you have run with the footmen and they have wearied you, then how can you contend with horses? And if in the land of peace in which you trusted, they wearied you, then how will you do in the floodplain? Or it's like the thickets of mm. the Jordan. Mm. Basically, he says, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Just He says, he says, what are you whining about? If you can't, you know, if, if you're struggling now. Yeah. How are you going to do when it gets really tough? Yeah. And Okay. So I'm going to bring bring it full circle back <laughs> to the original point. This is not this is not a, a side note without certain value. Okay? Oh, okay. I just want you to know that. Yeah. But that was when I was reading that in, in a, you know you in know in, in daily reading it it I, I said I want to grab that and I want to yeah. I want to make that a little it bit of a model. Slapped you across the it face. Slapped huh? me, it slapped me. It's like hey suck <laughs> it up Buttercup stop <laughs> complaining and uh, but to the point. Um, it was a little bit off the beaten track, you know? And um, so it is, I think it's worthwhile to read word by word because you stumble across jewels and gems that you, you might not otherwise by just, again, reading study projects or articles or what have you. Right. Right.
1: Absolutely. We talked also a little while ago about reading different versions of the Bible, even that have margin notes, historical notes, you know, little things yeah. about archaeology or or things that it, that just as you're reading along and again, not to go down a rabbit hole, but they they help you to understand the historical context of what you're reading. So that can be helpful. Obviously, commentaries uh are we have to understand are uh interpreting what what we're reading that that's a little different, but historical context is really good yeah that, I find commentaries are a
0: little bit harder if you're going to make progress and and you yeah. know like look for today uh, I had to read eight uh, genesis eight nine ten eleven lot that's there's a lot of territory and mm-hmm. if you start getting into commentaries and now you know here's another thing it does give you ideas for areas that you do want to take further study Mm -hmm. and maybe pull out a commentary or what have you. So, so that, that, that is true, but I have a couple of recommendations for audience. So I I have a MacArthur study Bible. Um, it's new King James version. I I like it because it does provide little context comments in the center margin or at the bottom of the page that I I find really helpful. Historical notes. Mm -hmm. Um, particularly here's Mm -hmm. another one that, um, that is really cool, and that is cultural background study Bible. This okay. one is published by uh, Zondervan, but again, it's it's the this is the New King James Version, but it's really neat in that it has again at the bottom of the page, or maybe an added page, it has a little studies into certain historical elements that that bring uh, the text alive. And so it, I say that because if if a person wants to Spice up their Bible study with um, uh, with some again. This is what we're talking about in terms of, of different approaches to reading mm-hmm. the Bible in a year, mm-hmm. um, different patterns. But if you if you get a Bible like this that has some additional notes, uh, it's really I think it's helpful and you know it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting. Yeah, there's yeah. The one one last one I'll mention, and that is the old standby, which is the uh, uh, the companion Bible. Oh yeah. And there are so,
1: frankly, even just the appendices Absolutely. alone. Absolutely, and that's uh, that's Bullinger's Companion yeah, Bible. Yeah. yeah, and it's
0: been around forever, I guess, yeah. in the 1800s. Yeah. But um, boy, it's if you can find a, a Bollinger's Companion Bible, it's it's worth having on your bookshelf. Yeah. And just sometimes, and you don't have to do it every day. Right. But maybe today I'd feel like you know I'd like to I'd like to pick up uh, and read my Bible reading from. The Companion Bible, um, you bump into all kinds of interesting little references
1: and whatever. So um, that's another recommendation that I, I have. And like you said, the appendices in the back are just uh, there, there. are so many, and it's it's. Did you coming... say that on purpose? The appendices in the back. Did you did you say is that isn't that where your appendix is in the back?
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's technically in the back. Oh. That's
1: that's your kidneys. Oh, that's your kidneys. Okay. Oh, go. Sorry, didn't
0: <laughs> didn't mean to distract you. Go ahead, go ahead
1: with your comment. And now for a little more biology. No, uh, th- they are very, very helpful. There are so many things that um, that are, are are and well are, are helpful, and also he comes from a very traditional approach, yeah. as opposed to the sort of critical commentary approach, uh, you know, over the last in the modern scholars, um, and it's very refreshing because he actually does. Um, He does really believe the Bible, and he also has a great appendix about. I'm sure he had an appendix, but he has a great appendix in the book. There's a great article in one of the appendices in the back um, about the the uh, matter of uh, First John, the, the 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 portions of the the. The scripture that were put in there in the Latin Vulgate yes, that is fascinating and very, very helpful, very detailed. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, a he, gold mine. He gives weights and measures, for example, that I find mm. very interesting. He's, um, uh, there are sections about the calendar, chronology, mm. really, really interesting. Yeah. But but again, um, particularly key to reading your Bible. You know, right. R- right. Reading. Right chapter by chapter and then there'll be a, a notation that well you can read learn more about this in the appendix and so so it's it, it really is about I mean it's based on right it's based on reading your Bible every day and that's important for leaders I mean if yeah. we're gonna if we're going to be leaders if we're going to be influencers in a godly way we have to be reading our Bible and and why is that? Oh are you waiting are, for you, the, are you, <laughs> you I wasn't sure if you're setting me up or you, are you
1: are, 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 are you you were well I have an idea oh but uh, I, I wasn't sure if maybe you had an idea but well I'll give I'll give my idea and you can give you give your idea
0: so if if we're going to be if we're going to be uh, influencers we can be influencers in different ways. Yeah. you know we can be influencers according to our opinion you know we could yeah. be well what i think is this this is the best way but if we're going to be godly leaders influencers within our congregations and 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 beyond you know well we need to be thinking god's thoughts we need right. to be seeing things through god's eyes through god's mind not just the jot and tittle you know but but the, mm-hmm. the the principle the mind of god the thinking of god um it has to be framed it has to be conditioned by
1: by god, by by god's word mm mm-hmm. yeah you know, I remember at college, <clears throat> I forget now who said it, but I, I'll never forget uh, what he said: uh, that that you only a stream only rises, you know, to to its source. To a source. Yeah. Maybe Dr. Meredith, I think, said that different times, and that really struck me. In other words, if you don't put something inside in your head, you're not going to have much of value coming out. And as as you said, as as leaders, as someone who is wanting to be a positive influence on others, whether it's at church, whether it's at an activity or uh you know, whatever way that we interact with each other, frankly at work or at school, whatever, um, if if we we don't know what unexpected situation we're going to face sure. and how we're going to have to anticipate or or how we're going to have to react to to an unexpected situation. But putting God's word in our in our mind, in our heart, we're going to when things come up, the we're going to have uh, words, concepts, thoughts come to our head, come to our mind that otherwise wouldn't be there. And we don't want to just, as you said, rely on our own opinion, especially when we all are representing Christ. We're Mm -hmm. representing the church and what we say and what we do matters. So wow, it's so important to get that in our head first sure. thing in the morning. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, you know, I think actually, Mister
0: Hernandez, I was thinking about something that he he said recently in the forum to the the students, and that is even even the evening. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it, everybody's different, but, absolutely. But even the evening, you know, he he made the comment that uh, that that were the last. What are the last thoughts? I, I guess mm. he asked the question. What are the last thoughts that we have before our head hits the pillow? Um, you know, are we thinking about God's word? So have we read a scripture? Read a passage? Read a chapter? Read the Psalms? Go right. through the Psalm for the day, or something like that. But is uh, the uh, is is our mind on um, words of God, or is it on whatever else, entertainment, Trivia. or whatever we've been yeah. doing? Trivia? Go, you know, thumbing through the uh, the the news feeds or what have you. Right. And and I, you made a good point. You know, right. you made a good point. I have to I have to think. Okay, that's. That's important. Can we can we put our head to the pillow with uh, with words of God going through our mind? It would be a good thing.
1: Definitely it's interesting that he, he I think he brought that out in a sermon or Bible mm. study mm. Or, or what have you some time ago where Proverbs 31 about the the virtuous woman that her her lamp does not go out at night, mm. and that's exactly what he was talking about that mm. it um that it's, it's it's not meaning that she's working all night. Mm. It's meaning that that lamp, just like in the tabernacle, was lit and, and was was burning, mm-hmm. and it was refilled so that it would burn all night. And he's saying that in in the background, in our mind, mm-hmm. if we have those those words, as you said at the, the toward the end of our wakeful period, yeah. those those words are going to be reverberating in our head, and uh, they they're helpful. Well, I think we've pretty much uh, run out of time
0: here at this point. This might have gone longer than we had intended, but uh, hopefully it was helpful for our audience. And um, if you have anybody who's listening would like to comment or follow up, uh, shoot us an email. Maybe we should make the comment area on the website uh, available for people to talk about um, or comment on uh yeah, what kind approaches of things, they take. Yeah. Right. We'll put what, what we'll put works that on, for the, them? on the website. For anybody who wants to make a comment there, um the place to do it is on the lcgeducation.org website under where we have our our, um, our our podcasts there. You should be able to make some comments in those boxes if we have it set up right. So not guaranteeing anything, but we'll we'll give it a shot. But do thank you for being with us here. Last comments, uh Rod, anything you wanna
1: enter into the discussion here or Oh, I, I just think that this—it's uh, so important to to start and end our day correctly. Dr. Mm. Meredith used to talk about how if you don't if you don't uh, read your Bible in the morning, uh, it's like you're going out naked. And I've <laughs> that—that's a powerful What's image, it? and I, I don't—I don't want that. So, read your Bible. Okay, dope.
0: Well, I'm Jonathan McNair, and I'm Rob McNair, and this has been Brother to Brother. Have a great week.